Welcome to the Successful Living Podcast with Dinette Rivera. Welcome to the Successful Living Podcast. I am your host, Dinette Rivera, and today I want to talk about something that brought attention to the fact that people think that you have to have lots of money in order to focus on things like a financial plan and the things that are part of a financial plan, things like saving, saving for an emergency fund, which is separate from regular savings, things like an estate plan, a will and testament, investing, planning for retirement. All these things are part of a financial plan, and we use that as the structure to help someone really focus on financial capability and building wealth. So recently, I was in a conversation precisely about that topic and serving the underserved communities and people that perhaps financially aren't in the best position. And there was this sense amongst some of the people in the conversation that why should we talk to people about these things that they they might feel like they're just so far out of their reach that it may seem disempowering in the moment to even talk about that. And right away, my stomach just kind of got, I got upset because I see this quite often. And it is one of the reasons why We don't do more to empower the communities that really need to build financial capability. As a financial coach, I learned long ago that everyone, everyone can start somewhere on their journey to building wealth or just to start moving in the right direction financially. Let's stop thinking that you have to have lots of money to make money or to be able to get on the right path. The truth is that it has to do with making better decisions, but those better decisions don't happen until we do the work internally to get right mentally with what it means to build wealth, what it means to want to be rich. And being rich means something different for each of us. Let's stop assuming that we know what people need, what people want, what they desire. Let's stop acting as if you're not in a position to dream big because you don't have a lot of money in the bank right now. Financial coaching for me is a mission. And the reason it's a mission, mission it's because it saved my life. It It changed things for me financially in such a way, and I learned so much and realized how little I knew about money and managing money. And I'm talking being college educated. I've been investing in my own personal growth all my life. I mean, from the moment I was in, from in high school and beyond, I've always been interested in learning. I, I love to read. And yet here I was, an adult that had always made very good money at that time when I, before I became a financial coach, I've always worked at an executive level in companies and organizations and made good money. And while I was married, and we were in the military, 
we really lived well. But even afterwards, I eventually I was able to get a good job and I was paid well. But I didn't know anything about money. And I didn't know because my parents, while they were amazing at it, they didn't share that information with me and my siblings. We weren't taught about how do you save, how do you you spend money and go shopping, and, and how do you go dancing and do all these things that my parents did. And yet they built their home cash when they decided to finally build a home. We never knew anything about how that happened. I didn't even know that they had paid cash to build their home until much later when it was already built. And so... In school, we weren't taught anything in school. And yes, there's some financial literacy stuff going on now in schools, and I applaud that. It's about time. But the difference is that we need to help people understand why they want to make a difference in their life for their own reasons. And that starts with self-discovery. It starts with understanding our behaviors, what we do with our money. What do you do every single day with your money? Do you run into the convenience store because you're paying for your gasoline and you end up buying stuff that you hadn't planned to buy? And how much did that cost? Does that impact your budget? There, you know, Benjamin Franklin, there's a quote in my book that the exact quote right now escapes me, but basically the essence of it is that it's the small leaks. He talks about the small leaks that sink a mighty ship. Well, small leaks financially destroy our financial capability. They affect our lives. So it's really every little tiny financial purchase that we make, especially those that we make without much thought or those that we make when we have some money in our wallet and we're not factoring in where that's going. And at the end of the day or the week, you wonder what on earth happened with that amount of money that I had on me. So it's these little things that affect us. So anyone, wherever you are in your financial journey, believe me, you can start working on your financial plan. If you have children under the age of 18, so they're not adults yet, you need an estate plan. You need a will and testament. We'll talk about that in the next podcast. But for now, just look at the habits you have, what you're doing every single day with your money, and really pay attention. Be conscious of the decisions you make today. And I'd love to hear from you in the comments wherever you listen to this podcast. I'd love to hear how that worked. What did you learn? Did you do this? And if you did, what did you get from it? Thank you. And I hope you'll come back every week. And until then, I hope you have a truly amazing week ahead.